Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. I am your host, Coach Shannon Stout, and with me this week, I have WCFM member Chloe Lackey. Hi, guys. Say say hi, Chloe. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> no one ever knows what to do. They're like, they just, I look at them, and then they're just like, oh, uh, <laughs> what do I do? So you just say hi. Okay. So, um... Chloe, in my opinion, has a very interesting story. So you are 21 years old, right? Mm -hmm. Just turned 21, like not that long ago? Yeah, March. March. Okay, just turned 21 in March. Um, Been living on your own, made a huge lifestyle change. So you're down 80 pounds now, right? Crossed Um, over the 80-pound mark? As of today. Oh, yeah, you had your... uh, I had my nutrition check-in today. So as of today... Do you have to do math? 85. Yeah. 84 to 85 pounds. So yeah. that's quite an accomplishment. So I kind of want to talk about um, as much as you want to say. So as much as you want to <laughs> share. <laughs> I know before the podcast you were saying like, you know, I tend to be an oversharer, but yeah. I think that that's, re- that's good for the podcast because um, people can really learn a lot about you and, um, you know, get inspired, relate, all that sort of stuff. So, um. So let's just go ahead and start with your, when did you decide that you were going to make a lifestyle change? Uh, so back in, so like March of 2020, I really like was actually thinking about like, man, I'm actually super overweight. And I was actually really oblivious to how overweight I actually was. And I mean, of course I still am, but mm-hmm. I, I just didn't like think about it. And so I just started making like little changes, but they weren't, I didn't know what I was doing. And then when I went to California in July, 2020, I went with a couple friends and like just walking around being like super hot, super sweaty, and like just not being able to do the same things that my friends were able to do. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. Mm -hmm. So I hit up, well, I guess I was talking to Kyle. I thought I was talking to Gabe, but (laughs) they like, text me because I looked at the site or whatever and then I started the nutrition program um I think my initial um appointment was beginning of September not the end of it I don't know it was September okay I didn't look up the exact dates but so you started with nutrition with Peyton you didn't start with the training right away I just started nutrition first okay so how many months how long did you do nutrition um well I did for three months so I started in September nutrition program and then I started the training like right after Thanksgiving. So it was December. I probably actually started classes. So I didn't realize that you've really only been doing CrossFit then for like six months-ish? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have really, really come a long way. I mean, (laughs) it, to me, it's pretty remarkable. Like, do you think like, um, well, I kind of, I guess I don't necessarily think I'm really down on myself a lot mentality wise anyway so in high school I like I was like one of the not necessarily like the top lifter mm-hmm. for, per se or anything but I could definitely lift a lot in mm-hmm. high school and that was just like two and a half years ago when I first started classes now it's three years but and I'm not I think I'm I lift heavier in certain things than I did in high school but like my squat was 315 in high school and right now it's at 245 Mm -hmm. but I also weigh less now than I did in high school so it's 
I don't know, it evens out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, your your body has gone through a major change, so you oh, yeah. are going to have some, probably, yeah, like with squatting and stuff like that, you don't have quite the body weight you did before to support the weight, so yeah. it's definitely um, makes a difference. Although, I mean, we don't have to talk about like exactly like weights and whatever, but in high school, so did you... Did you gain weight like after high school or were you like, were you that size in high school or how did you get to be like to where you were before you started? Um, so in high school, I, I was like athletic, but I wasn't like crazy athletic. So, and I didn't pay attention to how much I weighed Mm -hmm. and even like the, um, physicals, like you have to get a physical whenever you're in something athletic. I didn't. Like, at the time, maybe I, like, knew my weight, like, that day when the doctor did it. But then, like, after that day, it's so weird because um, I actually watched a video the other day is that, like, when you have, like, a tra- trauma experience, like, not saying that that's trauma or anything, but you block out mm-hmm. those certain things. So, like, even if I think about it right now, if I think about, like, those physicals that I had to get, I can't even tell you, like, what weight I was yeah. at. But I definitely did gain weight after high school because... I mean, just I being went, less active, probably. Yeah, way less active for sure. And I work at, I sit at a desk all day, and I was working like sixty hours a week at that time. So, so right out of high school, did you go to the job that you have now? Yeah, so I worked at Bridgestone. Well, hired through a set, which Tyler, yeah. Tyler's my boss. And, yeah. Um, but it was with Bridgestone, yeah. And I do the same job that I do now, but it was at the office now it's at home but right yeah. so you were you used to always be at the office yeah and now you just do you are you gonna go back to the office no it's actually well um i think they were wanting it to move to at home the entire time but uh i think covid just quickened that process so we're at home for now well i mean until further notice I do you guess. like to be at home better Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more, com- it's comfier. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, you don't have to, like, get all dressed up or anything like right. that. Right. Or- like, yesterday I was in shorts and a t-shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, you said your house doesn't have air conditioning, so. Yeah, my house doesn't have air conditioning, and so I was just, like, sweating the whole time. But the house that I just bought, though, does have central air. So when I move there in, like, two weeks, I'll be good to go with just sitting in the house and being cool (laughs) yeah um congratulations on your home purchase as well I mean 21 is pretty young to be able to buy a house but (laughs) you've been working for a while and saving up your money oh yeah yeah I put it um first two my first year out of high school I was putting in like 60 hour weeks at Bridgestone like by itself yeah um but this last year I've actually I would put in like between 45 and 50 hours at Bridgestone, but then on my days up Thursdays and Fridays, I would teach. Mm-hmm. So I would get that teaching experience because I'm going to school for elementary education. Yeah. So yeah. since high school, you've been working, yeah. going to school, yeah, working two jobs basically. Because yeah. um, I mean, my kids know you from the school, yeah. so you've definitely been there enough to where they're like, "Oh, we know Miss Chloe." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's awesome. So. Now you're fitting in also all this fitnessing and meal prep and all that kind of stuff. So how did you transition over to finding time to do that kind of stuff? Um, I think like starting with Peyton was uh, super beneficial because 
you start like with different habits. You just like change, tweak a thing like here and there. And then you're to the point like where I am now, I'm like actually meal prepping Mm -hmm. before she would just have me focus on getting half my plate vegetables and Mm -hmm. quarter plate protein. Um, and then water, getting my water in. But now I'm actually like incorporating calorie counting, Mm -hmm. protein, grams, carbs, and just everything. Doing your macro breakdown and stuff like that. Uh So you're taking it to the next level, huh? Right. Yeah. How long you been working on that part? Uh, Like the calorie macros and all that. So I actually started with my fitness pal, uh, putting my calories in there when I first started, uh, in July, 2020, but mm-hmm. I didn't focus on the macro part. I just yeah. focused on the calorie like counting. Overall calories. Yeah. And what I was doing though, mine was set to like 1400 calories and that was way, way too low for mm-hmm. my body weight at that time anyway. Yeah. And now even Peyton has me at 1800 calories and it's, um, like I should have been way higher when I started. Yeah. And a a lot of people really think they need to restrict their calories down really hard, but there becomes a point where it's counterproductive to what you want to do. And, Mm -hmm. um, especially like with all your lifting, I mean, you like to not only do our regular programming, (laughs) but you also do a lot of the performance stuff. And so, I mean, that's a lot of physical, work that you're doing that's also burning a ton of calories so if you want to you know support muscle growth and fitness like you need to support that with good nutrition and make sure you have enough to eat because if you're not eating enough you're not going to really see those results that you want to see I mean you're going to be more kind of stuck in a plateau most likely um especially Mm -hmm. if you like I don't know how you started but um did you used to eat out a lot or just oh yeah I eat would, a lot of processed foods or um when I would work on my lunch breaks I would go to McDonald's or I would go to Wendy's and get that four for four or whatever mm-hmm. my favorite place was uh Arby's and get the mozzarella sticks <laughs> is what I would always yeah. get and now I can't even tell you the last time that I was even at a fast food restaurant and even if I was went to a restaurant like if I went out to eat I would overeat for sure Mm -hmm. um like me and my me my dad my grandpa we used to get uh breakfast on Sundays every Sunday whenever I when I worked and um we would get the buffet well I would always get like two cinnamon rolls and french toast and then uh a whole ton of bacon Mm -hmm. and um hash browns like that was my favorite stuff and obviously like yes have those things but like maybe not have as much yeah (laughs) especially like every Sunday right yeah Yeah. every Sunday (laughs) um do you still eat breakfast with your dad and your grandpa on Sundays well no because my work schedule kind of changed I now work first shift on Sundays instead oh and because of like school and stuff I haven't been well and they like to eat out my my dad and my grandpa, they're very much eat out, Mm -hmm. eat what you want type people. So even if I were to even just go over there, if we had food brought in, it would Mm -hmm. still be like just a lot, a lot of food food like that, like (laughs) bacon and just cinnamon rolls and stuff like that. Is that kind of how you grew up? Um, yeah, I guess my, well, when I, Growing up at home, my mom and dad, we, they had like, 
um, financial issues kind Mm -hmm. of. So my mom made food from home. We didn't go out to eat, but she would make the food, but her food was like super good. Yeah. (laughs) But like if something like tastes that good, you know, it's not going to be the healthiest. Right. And she would make like just a lot of pastas Uh and stuff because that was money saving anyway to make pastas because it's large volume. Right. So that just... So it's a lot of cheese and yeah. butter and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. she's a baker. So, like, yeah. she, anytime she would make cookies, her her chocolate chip cookies are literally the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And um, anyone that I tell, like, hey, get her cookies, they tell me the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, even her cookies, I would grab, like... I don't know, like five or six at a time, whenever she would make them. And even after school, elementary or even junior high, I don't know so so much of high school because I had stuff like after school, but yeah. my mom worked at the school. She would get home later than us. Me and my brother would make homemade fudge <laughs> literally like every day after school. And that was just our normal. And it got to the point we would hide it from my mom. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's just not something to do like yeah so you kind of just <laughs> not healthy whatsoever so you kind of just grew up with like some a lot of just really unhealthy habits and basically yeah. just once you graduate from high school and kind of move out on your own um I thought you told me maybe you'd moved out like your senior year though like yeah, you've been living on your own for a while yeah so half of my half of my senior year I was um I had moved out of my house the day I turned 18 mm-hmm. I literally skipped school and <laughs> I even told all of my teachers I was like we have a test tomorrow but I'm not gonna be here can I take it after school today like it was that Thursday yeah and even my teachers they were like why are you moving and I'm like well it's not it's not a good environment for me. So yeah. I'm moving. So I moved out the day I turned 18. Obviously, that was in March. I still had like two, two and a half months left of school mm-hmm. left. So I was, I mean, that's just. Yeah. It. So you just, just kind of been on your own. And so it's just kind of like when you grow up and you just have no direction with mm-hmm. how to eat, um, mm-hmm. it really does catch up to you. Yeah. You know, and um the problem is like when you're going through school, you're usually pretty active. Yeah. Like you're, you know, you like the cheerleading, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're just after school, you have activities and you don't have the opportunity. You don't have as much downtime. I feel right. like when you're like a kid, yeah. you know, living at home and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not really taught any like proper way to eat or like prioritize exercise or anything like that, like as soon as you graduate, you end up, you're, you're kind of eating the same way but you're sitting a lot more, right? Right. So then you just end up gaining like a bunch of weight, you know? Mm -hmm. And so is that kind of like basically what happened to you? Yeah, I would, so I would like go into, go into work and I would take like a pizza with me into work and then that's what I would have like for the day while I was working. Yeah. And it, and then, well, when I lived in Macomb, that's when it got really bad. When I moved to Macomb, I was there for about like four months. I didn't know anyone and my work environment over there was not good. Mm-hmm. So I would just go home and I, I didn't would, know you lived in Macomb. Yeah. I moved to Macomb. It was 2019 that I lived there. Cause I was going to Western university, mm-hmm. but it was not a good experience. I do not suggest it. Uh, I went there for three years. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So JK, maybe it's, a, maybe it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just depends on your involvement. Maybe. I don't know. I, just who you know, my freshman year of college, I went to like a small private school yeah. and I absolutely hated it. It was mm-hmm. very high school esque and I didn't like my roommate very much. And so it was a, not a fun experience. 
And then when I transferred to Western, I actually knew a few people and Mm -hmm. um, they lived with me like on my floor and we just, we lived together for like three years. And so it was just a much better experience to kind of know people, I think. And the problem with Macomb is it's, it's worse than Muscatine. It's probably around the same size. Oh, it's probably smaller. I yeah, it's a little bit smaller. It has it's way more, more isolated though. There's yeah, nothing like there's nothing around it. Yeah, so like to get to Springfield, which is probably like the closest big town, it's like a ninety minute drive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So and then getting like back to Muscatine is like an, a ninety two minute hours. drive. Yeah. Going to the Quad Cities is like a two hour drive. Mm-hmm. So there's like nowhere. I mean, it's literally in the middle of cornfields. Like, there's not a lot to do. So I can see where you could feel pretty isolated if you just went down there by yourself and you didn't know anyone. And um, did you live in the dorms or? No. So it was um, because I had graduated with my AA a year after um, high school. So it was technically my third. Yeah. Technically, it was my third year when I went there. So I didn't have to live on campus. And I didn't want to live on campus anyway because I had roommates before and I did not like that Mm -hmm. they just kept like using my stuff and it was annoying so I was like nope I'm getting a place on my own so and then you were just alone like too much and yep yeah so (laughs) did so that probably didn't help you out that much (laughs) no the I was actually talking to my mom the other day and I was telling her like stuff that I used to do in Macomb was I would go grocery shopping and every grocery trip maybe it was like once a week or maybe once every uh, week and a half, mm-hmm. the staples that I had on my grocery list were double stuffed Oreos, mm. um, cosmic brownies, and then ingredients to make puppy chow. Mm-hmm. And I would, I actually made, I made puppy chow like once every week. Oh my and gosh. And like, it made like a big batch yeah, too. Yeah, I know, like, I make that's, it at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, I, it was it's like terrible. It's like a whole box of cereal. Yeah. To, yeah. It was terrible. I it was. What did not you eat good. for real food? So I I did make other stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had just whatever I felt like. I had like noodles on hand, and I had rice on hand, oh, cheese, okay. and like biscuits and stuff. But it was never. And I had like chicken, but I've never actually had like steak mm-hmm. before. So I never like got steak before. But I would get ground beef like if I wanted it. But mm-hmm. I'm not a huge ground beef person. I'm more of a like chicken. Yeah. So. I would get chicken, but no, a lot of to actually every Friday I got a large mac and cheese pizza from Casey's mm, and I've never breadsticks had one of those. <laughs> and I would have it for that Friday after work. And then I would have it Saturday and then Sunday I would go grocery shopping. So like, yeah, it would now that I like say it out loud and I just think about like what I was actually doing and how I am actually now it's like, wow, I, I, I cannot go back there. Yeah. You know? I was kind of <laughs> wondering, um, for people, it's kind of a hard transition because those mm-hmm. foods are very like addictive. You know, yeah. they get very much into your like your psychological, very much into your brain. Yeah. Very much, you know, you you've pretty much always had those habits. How mm-hmm. do you like come out of that? You know, was it more of a gradual? Did you kind of like gradually? I know you were telling me that like March was kind of like your wake up call, right? Mm-hmm. That you were at March twenty twenty, where, where you were like, man, I really need to lose weight start losing weight and you'd said that you'd like tried some stuff but you just didn't really know yeah uh so like march what my actual like turning point or like the light bulb that went off was that all of my friends we went on a we went on a tennessee trip for my birthday um all of my friends they wanted to go on a hike 
mm-hmm. they wanted to like walk around like scenery or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that because I'm going to get tired and then I'm going to like look terrible in front of my friends who are all like fit and stuff. So yeah. like that was my light switch was like, okay, gotta, gotta change. Like and I want to live my life yeah. kind of be able to like, uh huh, yeah. But the, the gradual stuff. So like when I first started like in July, when I got back from California, I still had those foods like in my pantry, but then I, I decided I was like, okay, once those foods are gone, I'm not getting them again Mm -hmm. on my grocery list anyway. Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, ever since pretty sure I haven't gotten those, I did get Reese's thins because you can have three of them and they're like 150 calories. And I usually have like one or two once a week. Yeah. Yeah. So like those are my like little compromises, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you're able to stick to that? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause for some people, I think what happens is, um, you deprive yourself completely mm-hmm. of any of those type of treats yeah. and then you'll end up like binging them, you know, which can be a lot worse for you than just like, Oh, okay. My compromise is going to be, I'm going to have one package of the Oreos or whatever, one package of the Reese's like once a week or something like that. And that kind of like helps you to still feel like you're having like a treat, but Mm -hmm. not just completely, you know, eating junk food like every day. Is that kind of what you're doing? Yeah, I still have my, like, sweets every now and again. Like, I have these, like, they're mini, you know, like, the drumsticks? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, like, mini ones. They're kind of like that. They don't have, like, the shell thing around it, but it's, like, 100 calories for one. Mm -hmm. And I I don't really have the craving. I used to to crave sweets all the time. But lately, like, the last couple months or even back, like, after Thanksgiving anyway, I just don't really have that sweet craving very Mm -hmm. often I still do for sure but I don't have it very often and I actually just told paint today um when during my nutrition check-in I was like I I had a retirement party to go to on Sunday and like the best cake to have at like graduation parties or weddings or whatever is Costco Mm -hmm. cake it is so good (laughs) and when I got there um I looked over at the cake and I was like oh my God, that's Costco. That's Costco cake. I, <laughs> I have to have a piece. But I like looked at it and someone asked me, they were like, well, do you want a piece? And I'm like, no, that's okay. No, it's it's fine. And then like a couple, I think it was like 30 minutes later, I looked at my brother and I was like, do you want to split a piece? <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, so we split a piece and I had like half a piece of cake. Yeah. But a year ago, I would have went, I would have had like minimum two pieces. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just that, switch like i don't know it's the flip of the switch yeah hey that's a tiktok flip of, yeah flip of the switch. <laughs> um yeah so like i've said this a lot of times to where the further away you get from those habits mm-hmm. the easier it is to stay away yeah and like what you were saying like it's really hard for you to even think about going back to that now yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure you can tell us a little bit about maybe how you're feeling like physically yeah compared to you know like if you went back to eating foods like that you would have to go back to the way you felt you know what I mean it's like do you want to go back to that no and that was that was another thing like mentality wise it's working out has definitely helped me um like just have a better outlook on life when I was over in Macomb I like 
just got really down on myself, really in my head. And not to say, I'm not really like an emotional person, but when I was over in Macomb, I tended to have more emotional states mm-hmm. than I would if I was like around my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some, some of that has to do with like, my, my dad, he has a BPD, borderline personality disorder, mm-hmm. and it's hereditary. Um, so like living with that or having those like, aspects or examples I know when that starts to take effect into me and Mm -hmm. I can like what's what's it called I'm like uh I'm able to deal with it I guess rather than just like letting it happen to you you kind of can see the signs and kind of know how to like combat that so you think that exercising and eating healthy helps you yeah. deal with that a lot so definitely you don't have to mm-hmm. just be a victim to it you can kind of like be more in control it just it helps yeah. you feel like you're more in control you think or yeah i'm not sure no it it does for sure it's like well and it distracts it distracts me too like when i'm working out i don't really think about anything else besides like me working out or being around other people working out too like mm-hmm. that just kind of helps like the community wise anyway here at the gym yeah for sure because once you're here like you're just gonna do the things yeah you know Uh you're just gonna be doing them until (laughs) like the 20 i'm like i'm telling you you guys it's a 20 minute amrap and it's like well yeah so i'm gonna work out for 20 minutes like (laughs) there isn't really an option that enters into your mind that like you would do anything different right yeah (laughs) so so it's just i mean that's helpful to know though right that Mm -hmm. like you know, now that you have a lot more CrossFit experience, you know, you can kind of predict how things are going to feel, how, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've been doing the sled pushes now. So you like knew how the sled push was going to feel. <laughs> yeah. Do you like the sled push? Um, I, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I started out with, um, like pushing with my shoulders, but then like the last like couple steps, I push my arms out yeah. because I feel like it goes farther anyway. I know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I see people and I haven't had enough experience with the sled to mm-hmm. really know which is better. And maybe there isn't a better, I mean, sometimes it's literally just your personal preference on how you can just keep the sled moving. Yeah. But, um, I like to push with my arms straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I push Even start straight. out that way? Well, to start out, sometimes you need to kind of like, you need yeah. to kind of get some momentum going. Uh-huh. But um, once I'm going, I like to just have those straight arms. So I don't know, maybe later today I'll experiment a little bit with. But um, it's a pretty heavy sled today because we have to, ladies have to push three plates. And yeah. um, I don't know if I... And I didn't think I was going to, like, I didn't think I was going to be able to do that. But I tried it out and I was like okay, I, I think I can do this. Yeah. And then I ended up doing it the whole yeah. workout, that full 20 minutes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, so I'm, I'm going to try it later and just see how it goes. But I don't know if I've pushed a sled that heavy. No. Yeah. I don't know if I've done three plates or not. The one day, like the very first day I did a blue, a yellow and a green. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously less than three blues. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then we did that empty sled sprint that one day. And then Saturday, um, Peyton and I were partners for the Saturday workout. And it was a 200-foot sled push, so you had to go down and back. But I feel like we only had one plate on it for that. So it's like yeah, I, I, don't I don't know that I've pushed it with three. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Um, 
Yeah, so you did the sled push with the three mm-hmm. plates, which that's super impressive. And then you did the ski, and then you did the 44-pound kettlebell. Yeah. How'd the mm-hmm. kettlebell go? Oh, my. It was – I broke mine up. I did two sets of 15 mm-hmm. for those, and I think I maybe took, like, five to seven-second rest yeah. in between those 15s anyway. Yeah. But that last one, the not the last one, the my third round, I, like, started to feel sick. And I actually took like maybe a minute, 45 seconds to get started on my fourth one Mm -hmm. because, and I even like, I even started and I got to three calories. I only took the minute rest and I was like, no, I, I need to, I need to take like 30 more seconds. So (laughs) you guys were working outside the whole time and it is really hot. Yeah. I think that's what it was, was the heat. People aren't quite used to it yet. Uh I mean, you'll get used to it over the summer, obviously, but we haven't really had, even though it's almost the end of May, we haven't had a ton of like hot Mm -mm. days. And so I think too, like, do you normally eat before you work out or I have, so I have a verb energy bar and it's like little that I have before the gym for like caffeine wise anyway, give me energy. But yeah, then I have this protein coffee that I drink. Like, I don't, I don't know how to say how much it is, but I'm showing you like yeah (laughs) just so they know that i'm showing like four to six ounces or something yeah Yeah. that i i drink that before the gym and it's uh it's a protein shake a cup of coffee protein shake and like one tablespoon of sugar-free french vanilla Uh is what's in there so i drink that much before and then after the workout while i'm doing lifts i drink that like throughout the lifts yeah so you make that at home Uh Mm uh-huh and it has a creatine wait not creatine creatine <laughs> just i can't say it right creatine <laughs> yeah yeah it is john kind of makes a, fun of me <laughs> yeah it is kind of a weird word it's kind of a weird word um yeah that's awesome i i just can't believe how far you've come in like six months now you haven't lost the 85 pounds in just the six months right this has been like no. a year basically of yeah um of like your top weight to like now or i don't know if that was your was it so like in that march was it like your top weight or were you it was the it was no i still didn't because so you're didn't not even, sure like really from high school or no i don't know how much i was in high school and i don't know how much i was like throughout that two-year period anyway mm-hmm. yeah but i know i know what i was at the middle of july before okay. i went to california and then what I started out here with my initial nutrition oh, okay. so, check-in. So then, so then you're down the weight from July. The middle of July, yeah. Till now. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how do you feel about your progress? Or like, <laughs> do you still feel like you are the same? Or um, you, can you feel that you have like made a lot of progress by now? I, I definitely feel like I, I've made progress for sure. Whether... I don't, I'm not necessarily, like, super proud of my progress, I guess. Although, I guess I should be, but, like, I just get in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I don't know. I just, I want to be at a certain thing, and it's just not, I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's really annoying to not be there when yeah. I'm wanting to be there for so long. So, so do you have, like, an end goal, then, that you're working towards, or you just try to just chip away at it? Um, so what I told Peyton, my initial end goal was to be like 220, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean like since the last like month I have felt more confident, like the weight that I'm at now and I'm just trying to like lift mm-hmm. heavy anyway, because 
I want to get, I want to get like jacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a goal. Yeah. I even like, I told, I told a friend of mine, I was like, put your arm right here and then feel my like muscles move. <laughs> and he was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's nice. I mean, definitely building muscle and you are definitely strong. So that's super helpful to kind of have that base. You know yeah. what I mean? But I mean, even like the other day you were running two hundreds and yeah. you kind of just started trying the running thing, huh? Yeah. I Running was not a thing that I did in high school. Even when we had to run, I would dread it so much, and I just didn't do good, I guess. Like when you had to run for PE? Yeah. I, run the mile? Yeah, I hated that so much. <laughs> we always had to do the, well, when I was in high school, we always had to do the two uh, warm-up laps. Yeah. So you, oh, we did that every single day. Yeah. Ran two warm-up laps every day. Well, and that sucks. I don't, yeah. <laughs> we did. I was in the, what was I? I was in the strength and conditioning. So it was, um, it was more of like, this is what you have to do. There was no like scaling options whatsoever. And there were no like, um, there just weren't. There weren't any like movement modifications no, or anything like that. Uh, you just had to do the just programming. Had to do it. And if you couldn't do it, did you just skip it or? No, he just. They just made us do it. I don't oh, know. Okay. I really don't know. I, I mean, like some of the things like he would have us do pull-ups and we would just have to do a band. But I mean, obviously I would just like do the one, like he would see me do one and then he'd look over at somewhere else and be like, okay, I'm done. Even though you're supposed to do like 10, yeah. you know, yeah. like I would always skip out on doing certain things. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know much about the strength and conditioning thing. Um, my daughter Isabel is going into ninth grade next mm-hmm. year, and she's telling me that she has a semester where she has to do PE and strength and conditioning. So I don't, I don't really know that much about it because when I was in school, you just did PE. There was no... Oh. Um, so we had strength and conditioning, not as a class, though. Like if you were in sports or even if you weren't, you could go to open gym in the mornings and you could do the programming. Mm-hmm. Um, they still But it wasn't that. like a class or anything. So, so now, well, I guess when I was in high school, because I don't teach at the high school, but um, when I was in high school, they switched it. My senior year, um, gym was all year round instead uh-huh. of just one semester. And, but it would be one day you go to the gym and then the next day you have study hall. So oh, okay, then, so it wasn't PE every day. It was like PE no. every other day, but you yeah. had to do it the whole year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And they have different options. I mean, that honestly makes more sense, right? Than to just be right. like, oh, here you go. You're going to have PE for one semester and then the next semester right. you can just sit on your ass. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> I mean, because for some kids, like, right, that's their only physical activity right. is like PE or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't like something that was um, important in my family aspect, I yeah. guess. So that having school and having that all year round definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely helped you because you would have just not done not done it. anything yeah. like during your <laughs> off time so so but you got to do so can you choose between PE and strength and conditioning or yeah well it kind of depends on what classes you take though oh, because okay. um some people they had to do regular gym classes because mm-hmm. of if they did college classes they're like junior senior year mm-hmm. it just the schedule wise it just didn't work out oh, okay. but when I was in uh my senior year we did um there was strength and conditioning, and then there was personal fitness, and then there's the regular gym class. Mm-hmm. And I always did either the strength and conditioning or the personal fitness one. Oh, what's personal fitness? Um, it's kind of like uh, strength and conditioning, but it was more 
based on like conditioning rather than lifting weights, I guess. Oh, okay. But it still hmm. counted towards strength like and conditioning or, for okay. when I was in cheerleading, you had to do, you had to go three times a week, a uh-huh. week to strength and conditioning. So it still counted. So I was like, okay, I don't want to get up early and I don't want to stay after school. So <laughs> I just chose so it. So did it like yeah. during school. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I mean that they have like more options for that kind of stuff now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that kids can maybe choose cause I can see where PE classes could be a pretty big source of anxiety just because like you play a lot of like team type sports and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, you know, most people aren't very good at that stuff. No. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't know if there's a way to change it up. Like, I don't really know the basis or the reasoning for physical education. Now this year, because of COVID, at least at LM. And this was for junior high because mm-hmm. my daughter was in junior high. So I don't know anything outside of my school yeah. and outside of <laughs> junior high right. with this. But um, their PE teacher actually had to do lectures on health. Yeah. And Isabel was just like, so um, our PE teacher is not a teacher and <laughs> he has no idea what he's doing. And so they had to, I mean, she had to write papers for PE. Oh she had God. to do a slideshow for PE. She would have to write up stuff, which I don't think the stuff is bad to have, yeah. to have kids have to do. But she would have to write, um, she had to do like homework that was like write out um, a week's worth of workouts, mm-hmm. exercises write out a meal plan like and then you know you they would do presentations on different like aspects of health and stuff like that and so um Isabel already has you know a leg up in that sort of stuff because I mean I've been doing CrossFit for nine years and I've probably been pretty into like healthy eating I mean it it doesn't come right away Mm -mm. and I don't know if I mean you started the opposite of me like I didn't really figure out how to eat super well until later on. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of CrossFit people would start out with like the paleo and, um, that's just, it's just like a completely different way of eating, you know? So it took me a while to really like dial it in and figure out like what to do. And so it's probably only been, I mean, I'd say maybe like five years of solid, like, okay, I have a pretty good idea of this stuff and like what works and how to do it. But, um, have you kind of found like that you've been on, has it been kind of a gradual journey or did you kind of do like a 180 and it was just like all of a sudden, you know, when you started with Peyton, especially like, I know she had you just start with like more habit type building mm-hmm. type stuff, but did you, I mean, did you have to go cold Turkey on your Oreos? <laughs> <laughs> well, once they were gone, then yeah. that was it. So, so you yeah. did kind of go like cold Turkey on it. Yeah. But it didn't, it wasn't a full Turkey like until, like maybe a couple weeks after I started, I guess, because yeah. uh, I I still had those things, but mm-hmm. once they were gone, I just didn't get them again. Just didn't but get yeah. them anymore. Mm-hmm. So did you have to basically like, okay, well, I have to start cooking at home. I I mean, it's like you have to learn what to eat because yeah. it's not like you just know. Uh-uh. I mean, you didn't know, right? So no you've idea. been kind of like <laughs> dialing it in over the last you know nine or ten months, basically. Yeah, because I would go, I mean, I would go out to eat all the time. And when my friends still lived in Muscatine, I would, they would want to go out. And obviously, like, they were in a different body shape. They were in different shapes than I was anyway. So, like, they were able to go out and, like, eat whatever they want. And then me, on the other hand, like, I would still eat whatever I wanted, but it wasn't, like, I shouldn't have ate whatever I wanted I well guess. I mean they shouldn't have either 
Right. But it didn't. They came from a different starting place. Yeah. And so this is why I was kind of talking to you earlier about, um, I can't remember if I said it actually while we were recording, but um, <laughs> the fact that you're so young. Yeah. And so you're coming at it from a different place. What happens to most people is just for metabolism and just for the fact that you're young and um, your body is very efficient mm-hmm. at processing um food usually you're a lot more active and so younger people feel like they can eat whatever they want and get away with it what happens is though you've developed those habits and as you become an adult and get more into your life and have kids and work and do all that kind of stuff you are still in these patterns of eating however now you're less active your metabolism has slowed down. Your body is starting to, you know, age. Like, mm-hmm. get out of this, like, oh, I'm I'm young and I can really do whatever I want to myself kind yeah. of a thing. And then, so people that start from, from where you're at are older. Mm-hmm. Now they're in their 30s. Now yeah. they're, and they've gone all these years now. And, like, switching the habits and relearning is much more difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... You know, when you're just saying, oh, my friends could just do whatever they wanted. It's like, no, they really can't. Right. <laughs> it's just on the they surface. Just to. Well, on the surface, it seems like it. Yeah. But those habits are really hard to break. And it's just um, that's why just with my kids and stuff, I think that it's just a good idea. You teach kids those things growing up and you mm-hmm. teach them those habits Not that they aren't going to, I mean, all of us go through when we're young, like, and you just are out on your own for the first time. You're like, oh my gosh, I can eat pizza every day. There's no mom to be like, (laughs) no, we're not having pizza again. I'm not paying for it. And I'm not, you know what I mean? Like there is no, so like a lot of, you're going to go through that. But if you've been taught the habits and you haven't grown up your whole life with like that kind of food and that kind of eating, then you're, you're just going to you're going to be steps ahead of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, well, even when I talk to my friends now, just about like food and stuff, a lot of them don't, they don't understand some of what I say. It's different conversations. Mm -hmm. Like I can have a full on conversation about nutrition or lifting or even like just workouts with anyone here at the gym. But with my friends, I start talking about that stuff and then they, they say something that like contradicts Mm -hmm. what I say. And I'm like, no, you're kind of wrong, but I don't (laughs) say that. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, you're 21. So a lot of your friends are just still just super young. And Mm -hmm. it just, just like what I said, it just seems like on the surface that they can get away with that stuff. And at this point in time in their life, like it's not important to them. Right. You know what I mean? It's the unfortunate thing is as a person, um, that has more experience someone who's older like they know right they're like no it does matter you (laughs) should pay attention to it now you know because you always have that hindsight right like oh man I wish when I was 21 I wouldn't have drank so much I wish I would have ate healthier I wish I wouldn't have gained all these bad habits you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and so um that's just it's just so hard to like get people at that age to kind of look like 10 years in the future yeah you know it's really hard as as humans I mean even me like I'm 40 now I for me trying to picture myself being 50 is so difficult you know what I mean but I do kind of know if I just keep on this path and I set myself up I'm gonna 
still be able to be fit and you know that sort of stuff even mm-hmm. in like 10 years from now so yeah. but it's really hard for even for younger people like 20 years old like <laughs> can you imagine being 30 chloe <laughs> i can't i don't even know like what i'd look like yeah i mean my face would be the same <laughs> i don't know hopefully i'm jacked by then <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> i mean it's been nine years so yeah. you definitely uh it doesn't take that long oh <laughs> yeah for sure just uh stay on the path Keep going. Yeah. So just kind of, um, so you're thinking, so you had said earlier that you had this goal of 220. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're going to, do you think that's really your end goal or that's just kind of like your first stop? No, that's, well, um, my nutrition check-in today, there was a thing, uh, there's a part on the paper where it tells you, like, when it does the embody, it tells you, like, where you should be at for, like, your age, your um, height, mm-hmm. and your activity, I guess. Yeah. And it says that I need to lose, like, 80 more pounds to be at my, like, pr- ideal, pr- yeah. Yeah, ideal area anyway. Um, but I don't necessarily think of that as, like, it's not just like you I get to a certain number anymore. Like it's a more of a lifestyle change mm-hmm. and creating those habits for me anyway. Even when I'm like in talking to one of my friends, she, like she was trying to lose weight and she's like I can't believe I have to like cut out all this food for a diet or whatever and I'm like it's not I don't even use the word diet mm-hmm. because like that's just a negative aspect a negative word in my vocabulary anyway because it's like okay I'm not cutting out foods and I'm not like sticking to a diet I'm just choosing healthier foods to eat right rather like lifestyle change rather than it's sort of that like positive reinforcement rather than like negative reinforcement Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. for sure like diet you think restriction Mm -hmm. yeah you think avoid there's like whole food groups that you're like oh I can't eat any of that stuff and it's just like it is kind of damaging to people and it's it's also why they can't stick to it um so it's definitely having more of the mentality like what you're having like i just Mm -hmm. i want to eat healthy to promote health and weight loss for me and so it doesn't mean you can't eat what you want to eat but you do need to um yeah, I mean, you just need to be, like, realistic with it, right? Yeah, like, we'll and prioritize it. Yeah, like, prioritize. I mean, yeah, definitely give yourself, like, a treat. Just, like, mm-hmm. work it in, you know, oh, I have this calories I can eat today. Yeah. So the problem is, like, yeah, so if I decide to use my calories on peanut butter cups, I'm probably going to be more hungry, yeah. you know, because you're not going to be able to, like, <laughs> eat your full dinner or right. whatever. So it's definitely making that choice, right? Mm-hmm. So And then after a while, you, like, you don't even want to make the choice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, no, I'd rather eat a full plate of chicken and vegetables yeah. and rice like, so I'm not hungry. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? And you yeah. don't have that, like, sugar crash, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens for sure. <laughs> Does your, um, protein coffee too kind of help you like feel like you're getting a treat because it seems like it's chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's definitely a treat. It's on the sweeter side, especially with the sugar-free French vanilla. Yeah. Cause I've had it without the, that creamer and it, it's just different. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's just the protein shake, but with the f- French vanilla, it's like actually a treat for yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that with my protein shake. Yeah. Um, if I have enough fat in my macros, uh-huh. then I, um, <laughs> sorry, I just had somebody in the window, like giving me hand signals. Oh. I don't know what they wanted, <laughs> but they're going to have to figure it out, I guess. <laughs> um, 
Okay, what was I saying? Oh, with my protein shakes. It depends on um, how much, like what my macros are exactly. Sometimes I can just only do the protein in the water. But some days I get the almond milk and I do the, the UR chocolate is like super rich. Mm -hmm. And then I'll put the PB2 powder in it and shake it up. And it's like, so it's like chocolate peanut butter and the, the peanut butter powder doesn't exactly like dissolve. No, you get a lot of like creaminess (laughs) in it. And to me, it's like a huge treat, which is probably blows the minds of people who are like, they, if, if you're a person who is really into eating a lot of sweets and a lot yeah. of treats and you kind of live like in that realm of eating um, a lot of like processed treats types like if you're eating cinnamon rolls mm-hmm. then my protein shake is probably going to taste terrible <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean right. but like once you don't eat that kind of stuff and you kind of get away from it then then less sweet things become your treat yeah, which right. is like really nice yeah so that was with the um, the vanilla Greek yogurt that I put on their page the vanilla yeah. Greek yogurt and then the PB fit yeah. on there. It like, it's definitely not like if my friends were to have it, they would probably think that it's gross actually. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, Oh man, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally going to try that because I always buy also like the Greek yogurt, uh-huh. the vanilla um, yeah. Greek yogurt. And, um, my kids also, so I make this, um, Amish oats yeah. and put that on the Amish oats. It sort of feels like icing, like uh-huh. on a little baked good. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so there's that. And then, um, they like to dunk their apples in it, right. you know, cause it just feels like a treat. Uh-huh. And it's just like, because, because that's like how I've designed my nutrition to right. wear like PB2 powder and vanilla yogurt yeah. is a treat. <laughs> Yeah, which is totally fine, right? Like yeah. if you can, if you if you can get to a point where that kind of stuff satisfies that urge, like mm-hmm. you're gonna be you're gonna be really you're gonna be doing really good. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, all right, Chloe, is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Anything else you want to bring up about your journey that like we didn't like something you would feel was important or something that's like means a lot to you or, um. Maybe some of your accomplishments in the gym that you're most proud of. Things you've been oh. able to, to do. <laughs> My mind is like maybe blank that you right never now. thought you would do. <laughs> I know you're doing uh, burpees, oh. jumping over the bar. You've done yeah. like box jumps and I running. Have, <laughs> I would have never thought like jumping is just not a thing mm-hmm. for me. Like. It has never been a thing mm-hmm. for me. But then yesterday I actually jumped over mm-hmm. the bar and I was like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I can actually do this. But I was going to show you, I made like a prioritized, uh, well, um, for my like prioritizing the gym. This is mm-hmm. my like activity yeah. in it and stuff. And that I am really proud of is just your consistency yeah consistency in the gym while I do go off of my nutrition like every once in a while but like the gym has been my full-on yeah yeah I think having the mindset that you're going to be consistent in the gym does also help the nutrition yeah because Mm -hmm. you don't want to feel like you wasted your time it it does help you keep on track with kind of both things right so right um and the gym stuff is really more fun than the nutrition stuff. So yeah. if you can use your motivation from the gym to help you with your nutrition, mm-hmm. that is, 
that's kind of the direction that it goes, right? Like yeah. you be consistent in the gym. And then when you're with your nutrition, you're like, well, I want to feel good when I work out. Yeah. I want to actually build the muscle that I mm-hmm. promised. You know what yeah. I mean? So <laughs> I got to make sure I get my protein. And right. so you become like more aware of that sort of stuff and you care more about it. Right. Yeah. So care about your performance and um, that sort of stuff. Well, I've really been super proud of you. I think that you've just been like doing so amazing and just like, I do love your attitude. I mean, from the outside, you know, looking at you, Uh it feels like you're super positive and work hard and you know, that sort of stuff. But nobody really knows what's going on in your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like for you to be like, be like hearing that, you know, like, being down on yourself or beating yourself up or being hard on yourself just like Mm -hmm. it just breaks my heart because from (laughs) what I see I'm just like you should just be so proud and like of how well you're doing and just like staying on that consistency in the gym and just I like your attitude too you're always willing to try I'll be like Chloe you can try to run 100 meters let's just try it yeah like okay I'll try it (laughs) well it was like that other day when I told you I think Gabe it was that 1200 and he was like we'll just do two and then we'll look at the time and I get done with my second one and he's like okay do the third one I'm like are you serious <laughs> oh my god yeah so you ran a whole 1200 meters yeah, yeah. yeah so it's just um I think too like part of our job as coaches is just it is to get people to realize they're more capable mm-hmm. than they know yeah and you know just give it a try and it's not like you fail if right. it didn't quite work out it's just that okay like I know that I'm not quite there yet I'm gonna keep working on yeah. it you know well, and I like how Peyton always says, like, we're never going to, uh, like, we're never going to let you fail. Like, we're always going to, like, scale things to make sure that you're set up for success. Yeah. Like, individually. So. Yeah, definitely. So that you can still get the stimulus. You can get the workout that you mm-hmm. need. Um, yeah, because, I mean, humans are all different. Right. So even though we're doing group classes, because group class is fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to, like, be with other people. But it's, like, at 830 today, I mean, you just get people are just so different, you know, Mm -hmm. um, when like new people are starting here, um, I'm always like, don't worry about what some of these other people are doing. You've been here for five years. They've been here for three years for two years. Like, yeah, yeah, if you stick around for two years, you can be them Mm -hmm. and new people coming in are going to look up to you. You know what I mean? So, um, everyone definitely has to start somewhere. So I was going to ask you a question and I forgot what it was. I think I asked it to you earlier. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Dang. Oh, yeah. Um, about your first workout. Do you remember your first workout? Because you started with oh. nutrition. So you had seen the gym and you'd uh-huh. seen people working out. Yeah. So when did you decide you wanted to like come and start working out and doing class and stuff? Um, it was towards the end of my, well, really when I started, I was, I was telling Kyle that like, I really want to lift weights because uh-huh. that's, I hadn't done that for a couple of years in high school. I really liked it. Yeah. So that's what I was, I was working telling, up to. Yeah. So when we went to more towards the end of my nutrition program, I was talking to Peyton and she was like, well, do you want to try out a couple classes? And I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. And I remember my first class, I didn't do it. I remember it was uh back squats and I didn't do anything. Ooh, with, back squats in your first yeah. class. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything, uh, like with the bar at all. Like Peyton was just having me do the movements at first. So like my first class wasn't like too intense wise anyway, but I think like, I'm pretty sure it was 
box over burpees and you had to do 12 of them and Kyle had me do um six up downs and stepping over the box so yeah like, it was all like scalable and I really liked that because obviously at that time I wouldn't have been able to do those yeah at all yeah <laughs> so yeah but um now you've been working your way into burpees yeah and yeah so I, I just like that you're willing to um that is kind of the hard part with some people when they first start is they don't like to do the movement modifications mm-hmm. or they don't like to do the like quote unquote scaling options. Yeah. Um, cause that makes them feel like they're less than or makes them, you know, it gives them like a negative uh-huh. feeling, but, but you're really not like you have to look at it as if like you're, you're pushing yourself to your best ability, yeah. not in like, just not compare yourself to other people. Yeah. I guess really don't. But. It's really what other people are doing for the most part is not super relevant to you. Uh-huh, right. I mean, we're doing it together because it's fun uh-huh. and um, you can have a program already written for you. You just yeah. show up, you do the work and then you can leave. So uh-huh. that's why it's like that. But um, I think it's also nice that the way the program is designed that you can get what you need out of it, you right. know, and as, as long as you're just willing to have a positive mindset of like, I'm here to work on myself. I'm yeah. here to improve myself and I'm here to do the things that I can do, mm-hmm. you know, and not get super down on yourself that like, Oh, I can't do full burpees yet or something, right. you know? Well, and obviously you still have that like team aspect, mm-hmm. like you're doing it all together, but yeah. really focus in, dial in on yourself and your personal goals rather than someone else's. So, right. <laughs> I, you know, because it's like what I was telling you earlier, um, from my perspective, coaching you, I, I only feel like a lot of the like positivity, Yeah. but you don't really know people's internal and personal struggles and Mm -hmm. the things they tell themselves. I mean, most people are really hard on themselves and that is just kind of the way that, you know, it just works to like be a human (laughs) being. But, um, so I think it's wise to, to not worry too much about that because you don't know or worry much about like other people. Cause you just, you don't know like what kind of day they had, what yeah. their background is, mm-hmm. how they even got to be here at this specific time. Right. You know what I mean? Like until people listen to this podcast, I'm sure they had really no idea about your background. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, people don't know where you came from. They don't know how you grew up. They don't know mm-hmm. your struggles. Yeah. Um, and so, well, and there's like, there's a whole ton more even, back to that like this this doesn't even get like the glimpse of mm-hmm. like there's so much more but that's for another day right yeah <laughs> I mean it's just like you're in the gym for an hour yeah everyone has another 23 hours in yeah. their day where they're off doing things that have nothing to do with yeah. here you know what I mean like jobs and kids and mm-hmm. like whatever you know just like so much stuff going on so all right cool well it's been great talking to you yeah we definitely need to do it again after I don't know, maybe in like another six months, yeah, <laughs> another six months when maybe you're doing pull-ups or something awesome. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Is that a goal you have? You have yeah. Some pull-ups? Let's do, let's make a goal. One pull-up. One pull-up. Okay. Is a goal. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. You, you, um, stay consistent like you were on there and yeah. it's six months. I mean, you've already seen like where you can come in these six months now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say, Oh, after a while it is going to start slowing down a right. little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, um, when you're first new to this thing, your first six months to a year, uh, you can just see like so much improvements, which mm-hmm. is kind of why it's like so addicting and so fun. Right. Yeah. Because you can just keep doing better and better and better. And then at a point it does start to slow down and you know, you have to keep up your consistency and like, yeah. but, um, 
you just don't necessarily see those like big jumps and improvements over mm-hmm. time. But um, so yeah, any last words, Chloe, before we sign off? Do you have advice for anyone? Any um, pieces of advice for someone who might want to start on their health journey? Do it. Just do it. Just yeah. start. Yeah, just, just start. Just start doing stuff and don't worry about um, if it's exactly right. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy and uh, we'll see you in the gym. Bye, Chloe. Oh, bye. <laughs>